0: that's not fair she said <laughs> i said the concept of fair itself is not fair so there it's not fair that a person who works for more doesn't get more It's not fair that someone who possesses something can't give as much of it to whomever they want however they want so which fair is the fairest of them all Mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the fairest of them all? I said, Mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the fairest of them all? Well, to be fair. Don't say to be fair. Hate when people say to be fair. Oh, to be fair. 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 And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the star-craving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, Available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, amperage.com, A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... I've noticed something very, very interesting, that my daughter, who's an only child, and her father, who also happens to be an only child. Yeah, I know, that explains a hell of a lot about me. And all the impression voices I make, and that I think are so much more amusing than you probably do. Too much time alone. Anyways, my daughter and I, both of us rarely, if ever, use one specific word. And that word is FAIR. F-A-I-R. I think it may be like a commonality that when you're an only child, You may not get everything that you ever wanted, everything you wish for and asked to have, but you didn't have to sit by and watch your sibling get given something that you wanted, something that you thought you were entitled to. I mean, it's only fair. See, so to me, the whole concept of fair is an unfair concept, because who am I to tell someone, what they should get to do with their time and energy and assets. I mean, it should only come down to fair when I've been promised something and earned something that I don't receive. Unless it's like a penalty or punishment for something I did wrong and I deserve to pay that price. Then the whole concept of fair is just not fair. Okay, so I have these two clients who train together. They're both friends and they have been, I believe, for decades. They have so much in common, but there are two things I've noticed that are strikingly in contrast. First, is their physical stature. One taller, more athletically built, like my wife. And one smaller, tinier, teensier, more like my sister-in-law. So, yeah, they're physically phenomenally different. But that's no big thing. As friends come in all shapes and sizes. But there's another contrast, and that is what appears to be their different viewpoints on the word fair. F-A-I-R. The taller, more athletically built lady has said multiple times, that's not fair, when I've given her activities and workloads to do that were different than her slighter little counterpart. Now, I'll admit, she does complain more often and aloud than her friend. She's just kind of more vocal that way. But I find it interesting, as I am still waiting for the day when her littler friend pipes in with a, hey, that's not fair. How come she gets to lift more weight than I do? So one day, when the workout was over, I told them this story and asked them what they thought of it. I said, well, let me ask you this. Since you were both involved in the field of formal education, what would you say if someone got the same pay as someone else, but only had to do half the time working in order to receive it? They didn't answer immediately, because, well, I think they might have felt ensnared, like I was going to go into the whole teachers get a year's salary for nine months of work kind of thing. Which I was, but no, actually, again, I wasn't. I mean, I'm glad. I'm filled with gratitude, kind of glad that teachers get three months off. I personally went to year-round school for a few years as a youngin in Southern California way back in the day. And I think teachers need and do better with time off between changing faces, changing classes, and trying to change or at least improve young minds. But no, that wasn't where I was headed. It was neat to see them squirm a little, though. No, I went straight for the jugular. I went for the book. I knew they really didn't know all that well. I said, tell me what you think of this. There was once this wealthy landowner, the richest and most powerful one around, and it was time for harvest, you know, when the crops had to come in or go to waste. It was a good year. So a good big crop. And the rich landowner, the boss, told his foreman to go into town early the next morning and hire as many men as he could find in the town square who would come and do a full day's work for a full day's pay gathering crops from the field. The next day, the foreman went and did exactly that. But by mid-morning, the workers, though they were diligent, they were delinquent, they were running behind schedule, and there was just way too much to do. The foreman went to his boss and asked, what should I do? The boss said, send someone into the next village. Offer them a full day's pay for coming to work just the last half of the day. The foreman did so, men arrived, crops were gathered, But there was still so much, too much, and the day was winding down. Time was running out, and no one wanted good crops that would make good food to be let go to waste. So one last time, the rich, land-owning boss sent his foreman back to the town square to try and find anyone who would come and work just the final two hours collecting crops, and they were told they'd receive a full day's pay if they came. Some did. The job? It got done. And the boss man? He was pleased. So, as was the custom of the day, all the workers lined up to get their pay. The workers who began the earliest, they got paid first, as they had worked the longest, and, you know, it was time to get home. So, the workers who worked, you know, the half day, the full day, and just a couple hours, all lined up. The workers who worked the full day got the full day's pay. Then the workers who were hired from the nearby village, who worked half the day, got their pay. But, as promised, It was half a day for full wages and finally the workers hired last were paid last and even though they only worked a couple of hours they received what they were promised a full day's pay now you would think that everyone would be happy and on their way home fistful of dollars and enough happiness to make you holla but no nope those who worked the longest day began to moan groan bitch and complain how it wasn't fair that they had to work a full day the same amount of pay as some who only worked a couple of hours for it when the foreman could not calm the growling group the boss stepped forward and spoke to them you you are fine men he said who've earned both my respect and earned exactly what you were promised a full day's wages for a full day's work are you going back on your words my word was my bond and i promised each of you whether here for eight hours or two a full day's wages. And did I not keep my word to each of you? The crowd now stood silent. Now, is your grumbling because you are choosing to go back on your word, your promise to accept a full day's pay for the work you signed up for? Or, do you for some reason think you know better what I should do with my money? Now, any man who thinks I have not kept my word to them, I've cheated them or mistreated them, Step forward and face me now. And no one did. He went on. Now let me ask you one question. Look to the man to your left and the man to your right. Which one of these two men that you see should tell you what you should do with your money that was just paid to you that you earned? Every man went on their way knowing that they held Dell honestly and been dealt honestly with an honest man. So I asked these two ladies what they thought of that story, not realizing, I don't think, that I had paraphrased something from the Bible to them. And the taller of the two said, it just doesn't seem fair still that you can come in at the end and get the same thing as someone who'd put in so much more time and effort for the same outcome. I said, really? Okay, let's consider this. Assume your tiny friend here learned about the rules and requirements to get into heaven you know the whole eternity thingy like let's say some 20 years ago and she'd been here doing her thing on the planet to obtain that outcome then you come along same age as her so probably same life expectancy and learn and choose to accept those same rules and requirements for eternity today meaning based on life expectancy she chosen to follow those said rules so much longer than you so long ago, but because you came to the party at the last minute, well, should you be denied the reward and be kept from experiencing eternal gratitude just because she accepted the job offer a lot earlier than you? Hmm? I don't hear her bitching and twitching, that's not fair. They went home that day with a muscle workout, and, I hope, an intellectual exercise in the concept of FAIR. See, remember that FAIR, F-A-I-R, can mean more than one thing, and that is only FAIR. And don't even get me going on the other spelling of FAIR, F-A-R-E, because I don't think that's a price you want to pay. Just saying. Now, if it were to be a FAIR exchange, we needed to be eating the same word salad from the same meaning menu. So when we take a fair glance at the word, fair, F-A-I-R, it means in accordance with the rules or standards, legitimate. It also means without cheating or trying to achieve an unjust advantage. And yet, we forget that fair, F-A-I-R, also means beautiful, attractive, easily tolerated, easy on the eyes. Like a fair maiden or fair weather. And I'm certain that when calling a woman's appearance fair, We were not claiming she looks that way in accordance with the rules of standards and legitimate. No, we just liked what we saw. We liked it that way. And I guess that is what fair is really about. How we like things. How we get to define fair. And that is why the concept of fair isn't. And that is the only fair way to look at it. And now more words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry from page 222. Who is there then that can be handsomely supported in affluence, ease, and pleasure by another that will instead choose to earn his bread by the sweat of his own brows? Benjamin Franklin. And the Guide's point of view on this? Beware being a kept man. Notice that someone else can offer affluence, ease, and pleasure. But the author never mentions self-respect. So what do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean Guided Journal system, what have you earned recently that wasn't just handed to you? What have you learned that was all brand new to you? Where have you added to the world that was just bigger, better, and beyond you? Now be grateful for all of that. Reflect on it. Respect it. And... Before you navigate somewhere next, please like, subscribe, and share to show you care. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean LEAN guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about and you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall, and until next time, good health, God bless, and now go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you, adding to this crazy world that we share, and navigating your way to something new and next.